Hey guys, how are you? Welcome into a Thursday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast with me, Matt Peralt, here on Betting Pros at Sports Talk Matt on Twitter. To follow me at Betting Pros, to follow Betting Pros, this podcast always being brought to you by BetMGM. You guys can go to BetMGM.com where it's available, not in Nevada. $10 bet, you win $150. Regardless, win or lose, sign up with that promo code JUICE150. All right, so a one in two day down another 0.6 units and the slide continues. So I'm fully transparent with you guys. I tell you when I'm up, I tell you when I'm down. We had a very good run of about six weeks where we were really consistently winning and doing a really good job, but the last seven days, not great. We are 11 and 14 down 1.65 units over the last seven days. So here we go with the dance Thursday and Friday. I told you I'm going to bet all four games today in all four games on Friday. Smart? Eh, we'll find out. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Last night was not great. I had a couple of decent in-game live bets in the NBA that kind of saved me a little bit, but it was a down night for me. BYU got thumped. Ooh, so did uh, Texas A&M did the thumping of Wake Forest. Two bets that were way wrong. And then we had a bit of a sweat, but Fresno State did not cover. That's good. Youngstown State covers the 13 and a half. So we come home with that. So it's a one and two night officially here. And now, as I said, 11 and 14 down 1.65 units over the last seven days. So let's get to the Sweet 16. Four plays for you guys coming up here today for the NCAA tournament. I have hemmed and hawed and gone back and forth on so many of these bets. So many of these games are coin flips. So whenever that happens, I mean, these are half unit bets, 100%. Okay. I mean, two units in play. That's all I'm going to go and have in play today. I don't think I'll bet the NBA. Not sure if I'm going to bet any NHL. Probably just going to bet the four college basketball games. And that's it because, yeah. These games are tough, and I'm a little concerned about these picks. But before we get to the picks, let me tell you about our friends at Omaha Steaks. How about head coach Greg McDermott gets a new contract with the Creighton Blue Jays? Beautiful thing. Omaha is happy. Omaha is celebrating. Omaha Steaks is celebrating, too, with their site-wide semi-annual sale. Pretty cool stuff. 50% off these delicious steaks. 50% off your orders with fillets and desserts and more. You're going to go to omahasteaks.com, juice in the search bar. When you're there, you can buy the sampler, which is 50% off. If you buy that, though, they're going to give you 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers with your order. So that's pretty cool. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Omaha Steaks, leader in gourmet steaks and food since 1917. No one matching the flavor, tenders, and value of Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com today. Type juice in the search bar and enjoy 50% off site-wide with the semi-annual sale. That's going on right now at omahasteaks.com. Keyword juice. All right. So I'll go in order of the games being played here for us in the NCAA tournament. Arkansas-Gonzaga is the first game. This is going to be really interesting. Now, line is nine and a half. Kempom has this as a 10-point win for Gonzaga. The Zags, I mean, have you seen some of their shooting percentages and what we've seen for some of their players, some of their top players? You know, it's an interesting deal because historically, I mean, this season, this is a really good shooting basketball team. 
and a team that should be scoring more than, you know, 82 and even maybe more than 93 points like they have. They only beat Memphis 82 to 78. And in that game, it was kind of like, hmm, all right, how does Gonzaga, what does Gonzaga look like as they move forward? Because shooting wise, nine of 27 from behind the three point line and Chet Holmgren, 0 for 3 from behind the three-point line. He didn't play well. Four of seven, scored nine points and nine rebounds. Okay. Drew Timmy at 25, which was big. Nemhart had 23, which was big. Their bench was non-existent, scored two points. They don't play a deep bench anyway, but I thought it was a little interesting that they've not seen typical Chet Holmgren type basketball games for a dude that was averaging over 14 points per game, grabbing nearly 10 boards per game. But so far, 19 against Georgia State, nine against Memphis. Eh, not great. This could be a big game for Chet, kind of a coming out party here, because there's going to be a massive size advantage in the paint for Gonzaga. The the Zags so far this season, 15, 14, and 2 ATS, 8 and 7 on the road, 3, 6, and 1, though, over their last 10. Arkansas has been an absolute barn burner here when it comes to crazy basketball games. They're 20 and 15. Okay. 20 and 15. They have gone five and five over the last 10, 10 and seven on the road, but Arkansas hasn't covered in the last three games. Didn't cover against New Mexico state. Didn't cover against Vermont. Didn't cover against Texas A&M did cover against LSU and Tennessee, but didn't cover against LSU in their final home game. Didn't cover against Kentucky in their second to last home game. I mean, this team has only covered two times over the last seven games. I think this is a blowout. I think Arkansas's run, I think their defense, I think they're going to make mistakes. I think Chet could have a big game. I think Timmy could have a big game. Big, big size advantage for Gonzaga here up against Arkansas. I like the Zags. I'm going to lay the nine and a half. Gonzaga wins by double digits here going away against Arkansas. They take care of business and advance to the Elite Eight. Gonzaga, half a unit, laying the nine and a half points. All right. Game number two is Michigan and Villanova. So if you look at Kempom, uh, Kempom for this game with Nova, 11th ranked in Kempom. They have this as a five point win for Villanova. What's the line? Five over Michigan. All right. Here is a Nova team. It's 18, 15, and two ATS. Away from home, they're 11, 9, and 2. Michigan, 9, and 9. Number has been kind of ping-ponging around. It's 5. Four and a half, five. I think it's too light. I really do. I, I think this team, they beat Ohio State by 10, beat Delaware by 20, beat Creighton by 6, beat UConn by 3, beat St. John's, didn't cover that game, beat Butler by 19, beat Providence by 2, laying 10 and a half. Straight up, this team has won seven consecutive games, and they've only lost two games dating back to the beginning of February. All right, this Nova team is very experienced. They're very difficult to beat. They're extremely well uh, well coached. And this stat from Fox Sports scared me a little bit, but I'm going to follow the trend just because. Teams, undefeated team coaches, Minimum of 10 game coached in the dance against seeds 11 or lower. Dean Smith, 14 and 0. John Thompson, 10 and 0. Jay Wright, 
14 and 0. If Jay Wright wins this game against Michigan today, Jay Wright will become the all-time leader in coaches up against teams 11 seeded or lower in the NCAA tournament. Is that a jinx? Maybe. Or maybe you just follow the trend. I'm going to follow the trend. Jay Wright and company, they beat Michigan. I get the post play for Michigan. It's going to be, going to be very difficult. I think the magic runs out here a little bit for Michigan. They've covered three of their last four. They've been playing really, really well. They beat Tennessee as seven-point dogs. They beat Colorado State as one-and-a-half-point dogs. Sorry, point favorites. Lost to Indiana in the Big Ten tournament, but... I mean, this is a team that's been playing very, very well down the stretch, but they've won three of the last five. I think this is where it comes to an end for Michigan here. I think the guard play for Nova is too experienced. The three-point shooting is too experienced. Nova grinds it out. Villanova wins. I think they can win by double digits. I'm going to lay the five. Villanova minus five up against Michigan for a half a unit. Okay, those are two plays for us here. So first bet, nine and a half, laying it with Gonzaga. Second bet, laying five with Villanova. Third game. And man alive, is this a hard game to bet. Texas Tech and Duke. I've gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think there are two ways to bet this. Duke in the over, Texas Tech in the under. Okay. Because I would rather... And I'll personally go with the over, so you know where I'm going here. I I will personally be on the over. I will have a bet on the over tonight. However, if you look at Duke with Ken Palm, they have this as a one-point win for Texas Tech. Okay, Duke is catching one point. There's your line. Duke is a dog. Really rare for Duke to be an underdog. A lot of people are betting on Texas Tech. Okay, total is 137. Again, leading over. Duke 18, 16, and 2 ATS, 10 and 8 on the road, just 1 and 4 over the last five, though, for Duke against the number. Texas Tech, not much better, 22 and 14 on the year, but just 2 and 3 over the last five and 4 and 6 over the last 10, 10 and 8 on the road this year, away from home for Texas Tech. Beat Notre Dame by six, eight point dogs. Tech didn't cover. Killed Montana State by 35, laying 14 and a half. Lost to Kansas by nine in the Big 12 tournament. Beat Oklahoma by one, laying seven and a half points. They killed Iowa State in the first game of the Big 12 tournament, win one by 31 points, but they lost to Oklahoma State on the road. Beat Kansas State just by five, laying 13. Lost to TCU by five. This is Coach K, neutral court this year, okay? Against Kentucky, laying two and a half, one by eight. Against Gonzaga, catching eight and a half, one by three. Going all the way to the big the, the ACC tournament. Against Syracuse, laying 15 and a half, they won by nine. Against Miami of Florida, laying nine, they won by four. Against Vatek, laying six, they lost by 15. Against Cal State Fullerton, laying 18 and a half, they won by 17. And against Michigan State, they were laying six and a half, and they won by nine. I think Duke showed me something at the end of that game in the final three minutes. I thought that was going to be puckering time and they would go, oh my gosh, are we going to blow this? Are we going to lose this game for Coach K, for Coach K? and Tom Izzo is going to end our coach's career? Didn't happen with Izzo. I don't think Tech's the team to do it. I think Duke survives. I think Duke wins. It's going to be an absolute nail biter, flip of a coin type of game. 
Duke wins and the over or Texas Tech wins and the under. You can correlate it. You can parlay it. I think it's a decent way of playing it. Just going to stay away from potentially me being wrong and the game goes under and Duke wins by two. Last second shot, something crazy. You know, look, referees and Duke and Coach K, it's a TV show. Duke, <laughs> you know it would be crazy if we wind up seeing Duke and Gonzaga playing for a chance to go to the Final Four. Monster, monster ratings. Yes, I do kind of factor that into handicapping. Unfortunately, Duke plus one, taking the Blue Devils for a half a unit. And finally, a game that I equally am confused about, but I'm making a bet anyway, Houston and Arizona. This game, my goodness, this game. Kempom has Houston as the second best team in the country. Arizona number three. They are right next to each other. But Arizona is favored. Kempom has got this as a one-point win for Houston, okay? I don't know what to make of this. To be completely frank, this is tough, okay? Arizona laying one and a half. It's 19, 15 and two Arizona versus 24 and 12 Houston. Houston nine and one over the last 10, five and oh over the last five, five and five Arizona against the spread, two and three over the last five. Arizona, though, 11, seven and one away from home, ATS. Houston, 13 and six. Houston has covered their last five games, all neutral site games. They have won and covered. Illinois by 15, UAB by 14, Memphis by 18, Tulane by 20, Cincinnati by 13. Whew. This Cougar team's hot. Here's the problem. Much like Arkansas, Houston's got a problem in the paint. Arizona's got bigs. They got bigs on bigs and they got Arizona can't dominate the glass against Houston because the Houston forwards can jump with the Arizona forwards. This game's going to be wild. It's in San Antonio. You're going to have a Houston crowd, Cougar crowd. Okay. Cougs going to be there. They're going to show out. It's going to be a tough environment, Arizona, but I think Arizona is going to travel because here's the thing. When you're one of the top teams in the country, you kind of assume your team's going to be in, in the, in the sweet 16. You don't buy the first two rounds. You buy the regional final tickets. You go ahead and say, okay, where are we? We're going to go ahead. So that's interesting to me, at least it could neutralize how much of a home court advantage Houston could have here playing in San Antonio. Can't wait to see this game. It's going to be a very, very wild and entertaining basketball game. It's the last game of the night. I think it's going to be super close. I think it's going to be super fun. I'm going to lay the one and a half points. I'm going to hope it doesn't burn me. It's minus 125 on the money line. If you want to skip that and just take money line, you can do that. I don't know if we're going to need it. I know this should be tight. I'm not saying this is a foolproof, like go with it. My first read on this was to take Houston. And then I looked a little bit deeper and I don't like Houston's size. I think Arizona's going to have a big size advantage down low. Lay the one and a half with the Wildcats. Half a unit. Arizona minus one and a half. Okay. So we're going minus nine and a half. Gonzaga up against Arkansas. We're going Nova minus five up against Michigan. We're taking Duke plus one up against Texas Tech. And we're going to lay the one and a half with Arizona up against Houston. Quick little fun stat from Frankie Tadeo from SI Gambling, who gave me this stat yesterday, which I like a lot. Straight up, 
over the last two years, the lower, the higher seeded team has gone 11 and five straight up, but eight and eight against the spread. Which eight teams are going to win and cover? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> kind of tough, right? Eight games a year. It's kind of tough. But Arizona and Duke, it's kind of like a pick them. Low spreads. Nova's minus five. Zags minus nine and a half. I think we're seeing Zags and, and Duke. Arizona and Nova into the Elite Eight here on a Thursday. My name is Matt Peralt. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Each and every morning, it's the Daily Juice Podcast. I was being brought to you by BetMGM.